Welcome back to another episode of Lexi's Lounge, your podcast for mind, body, business, and marketing. Today, you get to meet one of my dear friends, Kelly Hackney. She is a marketing expert with over 10 years of experience, and she is a caffeine queen. We're chatting all things marketing and email strategy, so buckle up. Let's dive in. Kelly, welcome to Lexi's Lounge. Hello. I am so excited for you to be here. What are you drinking today? Iced coffee little bit of sweet cream. Oh gosh. I'm drinking water. Uh, if you're watching this on video, I have a water bottle. Kelly has a cute little mason jar with a straw in it. Like that's a total modern woman moment. Thank you. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I am so excited to have you on the show because I feel like you and I can just easily geek out about marketing strategy, email. I, we're, I feel like we're in the same sphere, but we specialize in different things. So it's one of those really authentic and easy conversations you can have because it's like, you don't feel like it's a competitor you're talking to, which even so who cares, but I feel like we can really give our unique perspectives from being in the same universe, but on the different ends of it, if that makes sense. Totally. I I think, you know, when I first met you, um, I knew I was like, this is it. We're going to be friends. Um, because you do so many amazing things in the marketing world. I do so many amazing things. And so the fact that we're able to collab and, be friends and complete collaboration over competition is one of the coolest things. Oh my gosh, totally. And I can honestly, I can't believe people even still look at others as competitors. I'm like, there is room for every single one of this, us on this planet. And that is because we are all different people. And even if you and I taught the same thing, we are completely different people. We have different, completely different approaches and we come from completely different backgrounds and lifestyles. So like, why is there a competition? <laughs> when I see you sign people up and people are going to you, I'm like, yes, that's amazing. And I know it's vice versa, right? Because we could be selling the exact same product, but some people will align more with you and I'm excited for them. And some people will align more for me and I'm excited for them too. So <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. I just love that, that nugget right there. Every time I see you like with a sticky note, putting someone's name on a wall, I'm like, yes, Karen or whatever. I get so excited. <laughs> I know. Karen's my favorite one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a Karen, but you know, Karen's get a bad rap and you know, not every Karen is bad. There's probably going to be a Karen on one of my sticky notes soon. So we're here for you. Karen's <laughs> Karen. If you are listening, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think something that we can dive into because it's something that you, one of the things you specialize in that I really don't is email marketing. And it's something that I think a lot of people kind of have a bad taste in their mouth about because emailers have used and abused it. But I think after this conversation, we can really spark some light and hope about the email marketing world. Tell us a little bit about why email marketing is so important even still. Gosh, yes. Well, I mean, I love that you just said still because it really has stand stood the test of time. Um, and the fact of, I always like using my favorite movie of all time is You've Got Mail. And it's literally about email, basically. Um, email, chat, and meeting people online. And the whole point about having an email provider and an email service and email within your marketing realm is that you own those people, like for lack of better terms. But people willingly and excitedly sign up for your email list because they want to love on you more, right? They want to get more. They want to, be in your tribe of humans even more than they are when they see you on Instagram or they see you on TikTok, TikTok, or they see you on Twitter or whatever it is. Um, 
I think email is such a powerful tool where if you do it right, every time you send out an email that's promoting something, it's instant money in your bank account. And I think that's something that people easily overlook um, because they've gotten one spammy email and they say, well, I tried email one time five years ago and it didn't work for me. Um, and so common misconception, a lot of my clients come to me and that's exactly what they say. And they say, sit down, we're starting from the bottom. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. And a lot of now website platforms, like if you have your website on there, they have email built mm -hmm. into there. Yep. So when somebody fills out your contact form or whatever, you can literally have it automated. So you, they're immediately hopped into your welcome email sequence. Yep. And even if it's not integrated with your website, you can still have a connection. I forget what it's called. The zap. I don't, I use Kajabi also. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know what these integration things are, <laughs> but you can still integrate it in from your email platform, whether it's MailChimp or whatever to your website. Mm -hmm. So I think there's no excuse um, besides lack of education, maybe. Or time. I think some people think that, you know, I'm already posting on social media. Why would I spend more time, you know, writing an email or writing long form content of any part? And for me, it's almost like a backwards osmosis with my clients where I say, well, you're already writing blogs that are 10 paragraphs long, take that and make 10 Instagram posts, five Facebook posts, a LinkedIn post, and an email. Um, and send it to your email people first so they feel the love. <laughs> and yes. yeah, I think what I love about email really more than anything um, is that you can link in there and have people go back to your blog or go to your website. And that's at the end of the day, you want people on your website looking, loving, buying, learning, right? Um, and so like Instagram, people can look and they can sure they can go to your link in bio, but in an email, it's literally there staring at them big button saying, buy me now or look more. <laughs> yes. And email is a very intimate place mm -hmm. too. You know, a lot of people are kind of stingy for lack of a better word on giving their email out these days because they have been used and abused by certain people. We're not naming names today, but that's why it's even more important that if you do have an email list of people that love you and really want to be on your list, that you make them feel special. Um, I think, you know, you were talking about welcome sequences before, and if you have your CRM system all set up and all of that going, um, I think welcome emails get like an 85% open rate, which is insane and probably the highest you'll ever get. Um, and these are the people that, you know, the instant, the instance that they get that welcome email, they need to know your who, what, where, when, why, and why they're special and what they're going to get out of this email chain. Um, and so that is your first impression via email and it better be a good one. So I think average open rates overall are like 15 to 20%. So that's average. So if you're getting 85% of people opening your welcome email, give them everything you got. And it has to be awesome and branded and beautiful and maybe a photo of you, maybe a video, something amazing. Welcome sequences are so important. Yeah. And a lot of people don't use them, mm -hmm. but I think with this conversation, I really hope that it ignites some kind of fire and inspiration and even motivation, determination, whatever word you want to put in there <laughs> to actually get this done. Like let's get it done. Let's start a freaking mm -hmm. email list where we can nurture and love on the people who are like, yeah, I want to take that next step with you. I'm going to get off Instagram, get off Pinterest, get off whatever social media platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you that I'm yours, baby. That's it. That's exactly it. And then you say, oh my God, I love you. I want to give you something special. 
Yes. And that's, you know, that's kind of the context, the context, the background of what a lead catcher is, is so you can really, in exchange for somebody being like, you know what, I'm ready to take the next step. It's kind of that like push, you know, Mm -hmm. like, do you love me or not? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you give them something in return. You give them some high value, high value, not just like, here's my, here's my breakfast routine. No, Mm -hmm. give them like really, really, really high value. Yeah. Give me a shopping list. (laughs) Yes. How's it going to change your life? Mm -hmm. And I need that shopping list, please. And a discount. And a discount (laughs) and just already put in the high V app for me, please. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So something that I know we, you and I have talked about a lot is the little strategies and the tips and tricks of email and marketing strategy. So I think we should really, you know, go under the marketing strategy or just strategy in general umbrella and then talk about email strategy and then social media strategy. But let's start with email. I love it. I love that a lot. Um, So like anything, um, consistency is king, right? So either you're sending an email out once a month Let's say you did once a month, sent out an email from 2015 to 2018, and you haven't emailed since. If you start again, um, there's like spam filters now on your email, which is a fun thing. Um, And so a lot of people are saying, why are my emails randomly going to spam? My first question is usually, when was the last time you emailed people? Or did you have a spammy, misleading subject line? So that one person sent it to spam, and now it's going to spam for everybody. So just keep that in mind is consistency is key. So if you're starting an email list or maybe you heard this and you had just made an amazing freebie packed full of value and you're going to send it to your email list, start doing it consistently. And if you can't do it every other week, do it once a month, right? But make sure that one email is amazing and get people to open it. Um, I would say that's probably the first thing that I would say is do it with consistency and with that hat on. I think the second thing is really, you know, personalizing it. That's what's so special about email too, is you can literally say, Hey Lex, hope you're having a beautiful day. Did you hear about this? Or your company, insert company name, needs this. Um, That's powerful. And just like the words you, your, yours, um, using someone's actual name is powerful. Um, Like if you're walking in a grocery store, and someone's like, hey, you, you'll probably turn and look. But if they're like, hey, Lexi, you're like, oh, my friend. Hello. Right. That level of special, too. Like, yes. you remembered my name? Yes. Big thing. Even though we can automate it with emails, you don't have to remember everybody's name. Yep. But it's that point of that personal connection you can really put into those. Be as consistent with email as you can be. So if that's sending a once a month newsletter, do it once a month. If you're like, ooh, I can commit to twice a week, do it twice a week. But you better be high value, I'm telling you what. If you're going to do it once a week, commit to that or every other week. But just make sure you're not posting and ghosting. And that's the same thing with social media. Excuse me, I got to take a drink of water. You're fine. I was about to cough and I'm like, nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, social media consistency is important too with the same principle. However much you can post, if that's once a day, if that's every other day, if that's showing up on your stories every day, but on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but only posting on your feed once a week, do whatever feels good to you. But I will say I would only show up when you can show up 
at your most powerful because if you're just kind of it's that quantity over quality principle mm-hmm. or that quality over quality quantity. over quantity yeah <laughs> um, i was i was like nodding along with you and then i was like wait a second you're like yes i believe it oh, but wait wait a second <laughs> that quality over quantity principle mm-hmm. where you don't want to show up just with a bunch of stuff <clears throat> i don't know why my throat's so dry <laughs> I'm editing this out. We need elevator music for when I'm dying. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So it's the quality over quantity. You don't want to show up on social media just posting random things, PC, hodgepodge kind of stuff. If a tip you found out, let's say about where the best place to put hashtags is. I heard recently that that is in the caption. If everybody's regurgitating that and you don't feel like you're going to show up most powerfully there, maybe you could show up giving that piece of information with your own take on it, what that means for social media, like go really above and beyond. So you're showing up as the authority, you're showing up as someone super powerful, but don't just post to be like, oh, look at, hey, hey, in the crowd, look at my post because that doesn't work as well. And it will burn you out too. Yes. And I think burnout is real, but even on like a story front, right? Like I'm glad you tell your clients show up on stories. I tell mine as well, especially on an Instagram front of, you know, um, keep that porch light on. So they know that you are alive over there. I'm not saying, I'm not saying not to take a break because that's also very important. Um, but it's kind of like a Halloween analogy. One, it's my favorite holiday, but two, like if your one neighbor on the street has their porch light off on Halloween and you as a trigger treater know that you can't go there because they're mean neighbors that don't want to give you candy. It's the same on social media where if someone is there and let's, let's say even their story is walking the dog, you know, something personal about them, something behind the scenes and that they're there to service you. And that's really important at the end of the day. You are speaking my language. I know this is why we're friends. I know this is something that you and I could probably talk about literally all day. People are like, can you just like get on to anything else? (laughs) Because this is very important. Okay. (laughs) This is so important. You have to show up as yourself. And, um, I, I really find it super important from like, um, a strategy and philosophical level Mm -hmm. to show up as yourself in every single situation a hundred percent because the thing that makes you really innately stand out without even trying or being strategic about standing out is just showing up with your story like what happened in your childhood what kind of traumas do you have how did it shape you how did you get to where you are now how did these hard things in life help you learn like what did you learn from that are you more wise like How are you a better person because of these things, you know, and a lot of people think business has to be surface level and superficial and like, yes, sign on the line, please. And, you know, customer retention and just doing all these things that they teach you to do when you first start out in the corporate world and in sales, especially. And it's like, well, that's not really sustainable in the long run what's really sustainable is building those deep connection based off those human connection points so if i'm only talking about what kind of freaking pens that i write with 
when I am writing out content ideas, that's going to be like, okay, you know, I, I like kind of like that brand, you know, but I'm not, I'm just going to keep moving on. But if I was posting about my son who had to have surgery and it was like a rare surgery, not only would people really feel those like real true human emotions of, oh my gosh, I feel so horrible for you that you're going through that. But also they get that even deeper connection point of like, oh my gosh, my son had pyloric stenosis also. And this is what happens. And then you really open the floodgates to that deeper conversation, that deeper connection, and that deeper relationship that's going to be much more sustainable than literally anything you could do strategically. I love this conversation. And I love that you brought up like corporate America sales, you know, you're taught retention, 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 you need to make a hundred calls a day, whatever it is. Um, you know, that's why people go golfing, right? That's why people go on fancy steak dinners with the sales team. It's to build that relationship and nurture that and give them a sense of really who you are over a really fancy bottle of wine at dinner. Um, and, and that's where people are making sales, right? It's not just, hey, how are you? How are the kids? Great. Okay, well, here's the order form. Go for it. You know, people don't, unless they really, 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 really need what you need. <laughs> <laughs> or what you're selling, they, you know, they want to connect because um, we're humans. And that's, you know, that kind of brings us full circle to humans buy from humans. And if what you're offering in your emails are fluffy and blanket and like, did you know that hashtags now say <laughs> that they should go in the captions? Like I talk about it, but some people didn't know until they heard it from me. And I want to be that, you know, that leader where people can come to if they have questions about that. Um, and so if you have something fluffy, like, hey, what are you doing today? What are you having for dinner? People will stop opening those emails. They will stop following you on social media because the value that you're providing isn't where they're at. And I think meeting your customer where they're at is another conversation we could get into because that's important. Yes. Let's dive into that because, Amazing. I mean this, I mean, we started this as an email marketing podcast, but I think that this all ties into it, you know? Mm -hmm. So if someone's like, this isn't what I signed up for, this is totally what you signed up for. We're just giving you the really deep philosophical version of it. That's really important. That we're you taking understand. a couple levels up. <laughs> yeah, we're down, like we're going deep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. So when you say meeting your customer where they're at, what does that mean? Sure. Um, something I love to talk about is maybe it's a common misconception. Maybe I'm a weird marketing person. Um, but I tell people often and a lot of my clients that you don't need to only be on Instagram to make sales. You don't need to only be on TikTok because it's new to make sales, to make connections, right? Um, there are hundreds of other avenues for you to make sales. May it be a billboard on the side of the road? May it be a mailer? Because that's the industry you're in. And those are really powerful. Um, it all kind of goes down to market research and where your humans are. Like if, you know, I'm a marketer, but I still go on Clubhouse. I still go on LinkedIn. I still send emails, right? I still am in every social media realm, but I would never tell my clients who aren't marketers that they need to do all of those things. I tell them to pick two to three and drill them home because that's where their humans are living and acting and consuming information. Let's say, um, let's say you're a car dealership, right? And I'm looking for fun videos of new cars and I want to, you know, learn about that. I would have a YouTube channel. 
right? I would have a fun mailer that comes out maybe monthly of like, look at our new cars that just came in. Maybe it's an email that has videos of the head sales guy walking around with the new Mercedes in the lot. Like there are, there are so many ways that you can market your business that isn't just on one avenue. And I think that's where a lot of people are saying, you know, they're doing 30 day reels challenges and it's not working or they're doing, you know, um, they're a random industry and they decide to go on TikTok because it's new. Doesn't mean that your people are there. Um, and it's heartbreaking. And a lot of people have to tell them like, this is going to sting for a minute. Cause I know you spend a lot of time on Twitter and you're, you know, it, insert any other industry that, you know, like for me, I don't like Twitter. So I'm going to be super honest about it. Dear Twitter gods, don't hate on me. Um, but my people aren't on Twitter and that's okay. I've accepted it. I'm also not very good at it. I think it's funny. If you want to go follow me on Twitter, I tweet like seven times a year and it's about coffee. So if you want that, amazing. <laughs> um, but I'm not meeting my people where they are on Twitter. And I found that early and I'm not wasting time. Other people knew that in 2016, Twitter was where it's at. And so they are trying so hard to stay in something um, that isn't fitting them and isn't fitting their clientele. Yeah, that's true. And I think when people, especially first start a business or like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to actually try to make money online. They're like, I have to be as many places and everywhere as possible, mm -hmm. which is not true. That's where you really have to be strategic with it. Mm -hmm. You have to be strategic in how you show up and where you show up and how you're getting your name out there. Ooh, this is really deep. I feel like Instagram stories and like Snapchats obviously mm -hmm. are the, the photo version of a thought, you know, like it's a thought with context, Ooh. you know, like, like the picture, if it was on Instagram, you'd probably post a picture of yourself on the couch with a blanket and a candle and da, 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 and then be like, cozy day, it's raining, da, da, da. But like Twitter, you're not going to post a picture for the most part. No, you're like on the couch, having ice cream, watching yeah. Netflix, period. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was totally side rant tangent. But when it comes to actually meeting your client or your audience where they're at. I think it's important to speak directly to them. Like you were saying yeah. with email marketing and in your words, actually saying you mm -hmm. and also speaking directly to their problem or where mm -hmm. they're at. If this is a business, if we're talking business, you got to speak to their problem. And then it's a lot of problem awareness content, finding out that they even have a problem or like demonstrating they have a problem and then showing them that you have the solution to their problem. But then there's also the influencers mm -hmm. who may be listening to this and, you know, you could still do a lot of problem awareness content, but for the most part, you influence people because people look up to you. So that's more of like you talking about yourself in the day, but then also even if you're an influencer, it's super important to engage them at the bottom and be like, what color dress do you think I should wear? What do you think I should do this? Totally. You know? Right. Like, do you think blue or red or do you like blue or red? Like there's always an aspect of bringing it back to the people um, because everyone wants to feel seen and heard. That's why there's engagement buttons on things because people get to click and feel like they're involved in something, which is also really important when it comes to social media is keeping that social aspect in social media, um, building a community, making someone, even if you are an influencer, you could say, have you ever had body image issues? Yeah, same, but I'm going to wear this cute skirt and I'm going to look amazing. Right. And, and then everyone else who feels 
their pain at some point, will go and buy that skirt off Amazon for $9.99 and post about it and feel the same way. And so it's kind of like a spiral of you always wanting to talk to your people. Um, and then people who aren't your people will leave very quick because they're like, oh, Kelly, I don't like coffee and you're way too positive for me. So I'm getting out of here and that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, like I, I want to talk to my people because it's exhausting having to speak to everybody. Not everything you put out there is for everybody. You know, right. like if you put an opinion out there and somebody doesn't agree with it, then it's not for them, but it could really be that thing that somebody else needed to say, you know? So it's funny because we're like, when you speak to your audience, to your audience, which is so true, but you're speaking to different like layers and segments of your audience mm -hmm. with everything you post. Like you could be talking about Instagram tips and that could go for somebody who is like, okay, I really like don't understand Instagram. So that works for me. You know, this is what aligns with me, but then you could go start talking about how to do a plugin on your website. And then that Instagram person's like, what? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't have a website. I don't need that. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I think that ties into being multi-passionate also, which is something I know you and I have talked about in the past is you can literally talk about so many different subjects and it's going to land with and resonate with who it's meant to. And mm -hmm. that's what we mean as marketers and people with an online business and in sales, obviously mm -hmm. that we're talking to you because when you receive the message and it aligns with you and you're like, that's what I need to hear. And it resonates. You're the person who needed to hear that. And that's, we're talking directly to you. Amen, sister friend. Yeah. I mean, um, when we first met, you know, we had worked on a project together and I was really helping from a branding side. I was bringing like my branding hat along with me in that project. And, um, what I love about branding, especially when it comes to speaking to a customer is that building a brand and branding something really pulls emotions out of people. Um, and that's what is so important. That's why you don't just pick blue because you want to pick blue one day, right? You pick blue because it'll make people feel cool and, and, you know, welcomed and calm. Um, and that's the important part is when someone sees something that your branding is on or they see your face, right? Which is obviously a big part of your brand. Um, they want to feel those emotions that you want to portray to them. And that's another reason why being so authentic to you is so dang important because if you're not all of a sudden i'm just let's say kelly i don't i don't know what happened she gets hit by a bus and from now until the end of time she's very angry like just very angry it is very much not my brand because i'm not like that usually but if all of a sudden i'm really angry and all i'm talking about is political things or why the grass is always greener on someone else's side and not not on my side of the pond um people will start dropping off like flies because they realize that that's not me. And those aren't the emotions that they want to feel. So if Kelly ever talks about something negative or becomes negative, then she has been kidnapped and we need to call the authorities. There's something wrong. <laughs> Please come help. There's something, there's something <laughs> seriously wrong going on here. I think I've watched too much forensic files because that must be the way that um, they do it when they do those like handwriting analysis. They're like, mm, that was not her handwriting. And it looks like identical. There's like one eye that's different than like the rest of them. And they're like, mm, nope, that's not it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, I always wonder like when I, when I change my signature, this is totally off topic. But when I change my signature in the store and I'm like, I don't do my whole signature. I just initial things. I'm like, am I going to get in trouble? But I'm like, wait, they only ever pull that if like 
there was like fraud involved or something. something. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I swear it was me. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm gonna be fraudulent. Someone's gonna. <laughs> someone's gonna think someone stole my identity. <laughs> I just absolutely love meeting with you and chatting with you. I think that you are such a bright light and a positive force in the world and just seeing you on social media and like where we first met, like when we started following each other, that's how people meet on social media. Okay. (laughs) When we first met to where you are now, I'm just like dumbfounded, you know, like you have been such a motivated, determined, strong woman who just, just does, does it. She doesn't care what anybody else thinks. She doesn't hold herself back for the what ifs or the fears. Like you just do it. And I've watched you continue doing it and just getting on there and just showing up and learning the ropes as you go. And I am just, it's an honor to know you. Oh, stop. that's so kind. Thank you so much. Um, you know, when I first started caffeine with Kelly, Um, I remember walking into my husband's office and I was like, honey, um, you know, I've decided I'm going to have caffeine with Kelly. I'm going to make it a thing. Um, basically God bless the broken road to that conversation because it was a rough last few years for me. But I remember I was in his office and I was like, what if it doesn't work out? And he said, but what if it does? And that was it. That was the last time I let, what if something negative ever bother me? Cause I said, well, I'm starting this business. I'm going to be authentically me because I no longer want to fit in a nine to five corporate America box and I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to serve people the best that I can. And that's it. Like I was like, I drink a lot of coffee cause that's also who I am. And, um, that's one reason why I love my brand so much, even though it's mine, but I just, I have so much pride in coming every day with a smile on my face caffeine in one hand, confidence in another and making friends. Like at the end of the day, I love it. So thank you. I really appreciate your compliment. Honestly, this is a new podcast and I'm jazzed that I'm one of the first people to be on it. I feel so freaking honored. Thank you. I knew you. I had to you. I was like, she's coming on. I'm like, she's the email marketing expert and whatnot. And I'm, I think it would be fun to do it again. I was like, going to say, I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> after people listen to this and if they have like any email questions, um, they can either DM you obviously, or they can send me an email, at, um, Alexi at com, and ask any email marketing questions. And then we can have a round two where we just literally do a rapid fire Q and a. So that that. would be fun too. But I know that your time is precious and I don't want to keep you so much longer, but thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I think in these, I don't even know how long this is going to be. I'm going to say 30 minute episode. I think we really got super deep and it was so too. It was a lot of fun and, um, there was a lot of value that can be taken out of this. So if you haven't been taking notes, I would restart and start taking notes because <laughs> there's a lot of gold nuggets and pieces of life wisdom in here. Come on. We come, know. On, come on. <laughs> it's we're in the lounge. This is important. <laughs> yes. There's only deep, valuable, philosophical. That's my word of the day conversations that go on in the lounge. So we got deeper than I thought we would. So I'm really blessed. So thank you for letting me be in here. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. And, um, where can people find you? They can find me caffeine with Kelly all over the place. Caffeine with Kelly.com caffeine with Kelly on Instagram. Come be my friend. I love making new friends. So, um, let's do it. Stay caffeinated. Let's freaking do it. Sounds good, Kelly. Well, find her there and we will chat soon. 
And that's all for today, folks. Thanks so much for joining Kelly and I in the lounge. Make sure to connect with us on social media. The links will be in the show notes. Leave some love in the reviews and hit that subscribe button. Next week, I'm chatting with Misha about the mind-body connection, emotional eating, and how what you're eating may affect your mental health. We'll see you there.